Hey friend, are you looking to start a fun business on the side, but don't know where or how to get started? Are you in direct sales, network marketing, or social retail and looking for tangible ways to scale your business? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Socially Selling Podcast with me, Becky Baxter. I was a teacher by trade turned entrepreneur. I am a mompreneur who has invested time, energy, and resources into growing a multi-million dollar business, all while playing the role of wife, mama, leader, friend, and CEO. I will share tangible tips, hacks, and raw moments that have led to my continued success. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of these real-life messy moments that have created incredible magic and changed the trajectory of my life. Let's get into the episode. For many of you, social media is how you run your business. Even if it's not the only way you generate sales and leads, after 2020, I think we can all agree many people have had to adapt and change the way they're running their business. In fact, many people went to everything about their business being ran through social media. So it really meant having to prioritize social media, content creation, learning about algorithms in pretty much any business. Unfortunately, the best content will never be seen or converted if you don't have an audience and engagement. So let's focus on how to increase your social media engagement to get more eyes on your products, business, and services. Before we jump in to my top engagement tips, I want to explain why you should have a strategy for your social media. First, when you are consistent and have good engagement, This will generate a continuous flow of more followers, which will result in more customers, more referrals, a bigger brand, which will also result in more opportunities and so on. You get the idea. Basically, the more engaged your audience is on a daily basis, the more your content will be shown to others. According to Instagram and many other social platforms, you only have about three to five hours of exposure to your current audience before Instagram decides whether to push it out or shelf your post. So you wanna show up in a variety of ways that shows not only the app that your content is worth sharing, but also your followers so that they don't feel like they're always spammed or sold to on a daily basis. In the end, people come to social media to be social. So we want to focus on entertaining, educating, and engaging. So here are my top 10 ways to increase your engagement. Be sure to stay until the very end because my favorite one is last. Number one, share more than just your company's photos. This one is for all of my direct sellers, people in network marketing, or any kind of retail that provides company and stock photos. So what do I mean by this? Well, no one is saying you have to own every single product in your catalog or every single thing that you guys offer. 
you're not necessarily expected to take pictures, photograph, right? Like, you know, create this whole thing around what you do. But instead, people are going to more be more likely to buy with you to book a show with you if you're in the party space of direct sales or even, you know, want to work with you and partner with you and use your services if you are the person that they see and they know and they trust. So it's important what whether you're doing makeup tutorials on your own skin instead of just posting about a new contour brush and bronzer that just launched, you need to be using it and showing what it looks like. Or maybe you are someone who sells essential oils. You know, you need to have pictures of you with the products or the products in your hand or, you know, get your kids involved even. Take pictures of them or do videos play around with it, have fun. You can even use Canva to create your own like quotes and inspirational sayings that are not necessarily just from stock photos, right? Because you really want to separate yourself from everyone else in your exact same industry. People like to buy from a brand, not just the business. So keep that in mind when you're showing up on social media and sharing the latest and greatest thing that's going on with your company. All right, number two, educate your audience. I can't express this enough. How many times have you learned something from social media? Think about it. Are you following someone who, you know, is constantly sharing recipes and kitchen hacks? Or maybe you're following someone that always has adorable hairdos that you like to try on your daughter. I know I do. I follow so many people specifically because they are teaching things. Now, chances are they're probably selling something too. And I've probably bought something from them because they were teaching how to use their product. So whether you are, you know, whatever space you're in, Maybe you're even a, you know, social media manager and you might be thinking, well, how can I educate my audience? Because I personally am the one that wants to be managing their social media. Why would I teach someone how to create content or how to batch reels? Why would I educate someone on this topic when I want to be offering my service? Well, here's why, friend, because if you are sharing and you're generous with what you know, and people are able to tap into your experience, right? Then the person who is not necessarily wanting to do it themselves, but they're trying to find somebody that they like and they trust to manage their social media account, they're going to look to you because you have basically proven that you have an authority in that industry through all of your content of education, right? All of your content on education. So I would encourage you, don't feel like by sharing what you know that you are missing out on business. If anything, you're creating an authority in your industry and people are going to look to you as the expert. Number three, engage in the comments and always respond back. I feel like this is pretty obvious because the whole point of social media is to engage with other people. But I think sometimes people get so wrapped up in what they're posting and like what picture they're going to use. Are they going to have a preset on the picture or how often, what time of day should they post when instead they should be more focused on 
cultivating and engaging with other people to create relationships. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you have 10,000 followers on Instagram that you need to engage and cultivate a relationship with all 10,000 of them. I promise I'm not saying that. What I am saying is when someone takes the time to comment on a post you've made that is maybe related to your business and regardless whether it is or not, respond back to them because those people are showing up and saying, hey, I like what you're saying and I want to hear more. It also might be mean that that person could be your very next client or your very next, you know, business partner, right? Or even a customer that's going to end up spending thousands of dollars with you. So my advice is to love on the people you have now, because if you can't be trusted with a couple hundred Facebook friends and a couple hundred Facebook followers or social media followers on Instagram, how can you be trusted with a couple thousand or, you know, tens of thousands of followers, right? So you've got to show up for the few to prepare you for the many. Number four, show up in a variety of ways. First of all, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, meaning you don't want everything you ever create to only live on one social media platform. Now, you might be thinking, uh, there is no way I am going to, you know, have time to create content for a completely different platform. No one is saying that you have to do that. But maybe you cultivate a community on Facebook in a group setting and share pretty much the same content that you're sharing on Instagram so that you kind of have a community feel in both places, but it's a more exclusive place on Facebook. That way, if something were to happen with one of those platforms, okay, you would still have content somewhere else. What do I mean by a variety of ways? Well, with both, we'll just use Facebook and Instagram as examples. With both of these platforms, there's a lot of different ways that you can market and sell and show up on social media. Okay. So let's take Instagram, for example. On Instagram, you can do a static post with just one picture you can do a carousel post with a bunch of different pictures. You can do an Instagram live, IGTV, where you upload a video. You can load a video on your um, wall that's less than a minute. You can do Instagram reels. I personally find these a lot of fun. <laughs> and then you can also use your story on Instagram. So there are so many different ways that you can share content. And I'm not saying that you have to do all of these all the time, but I think it's good to kind of diversify and, and kind of share your content in different areas at different times. So you may take one long form piece of content, like a video, like a live video that you share on, you know, we'll go back to makeup. Maybe you're doing a contour and explaining how your morning routine takes only five minutes um, with, you know, some simple tricks or whatever, right? So you have this long video and then you're going to share it into your story and you're going to talk a little bit about the products that you used for anyone who doesn't want to watch the whole video, okay? So it's still the same thing that you just did. And then maybe on, you're going to do a post on your Facebook wall and on your Instagram where you have a selfie holding up one of the products of makeup and you're talking about how, you know, do you want to learn how to, you know, 
put on a five minute face before heading off to work. Like where are my busy moms kind of thing. So there's just so many different ways that you can use one piece of content. But with your audience, not everybody is going to want to consume social media the same way. So it is important to show up in a variety of ways because some people are going to want to watch a video. Some people are always hanging out in your stories. And then you're going to have some people that just want to scroll. So keep that in mind as you are planning your content. Number five, use hashtags. The hashtag conversation might seem a little overwhelming. And I think some people don't even really understand how to use them or what to do with them. And it's pretty plain and simple. People use hashtags specifically on Instagram like a search engine. So I don't know if you've ever typed in the search bar on Instagram that you were looking for flower arrangements, maybe like fall flower arrangements, okay? And so you type that in the search bar and then you can search by tags, which means anyone who has tagged hashtag fall flower arrangement, you're going to find all the pictures, videos, et cetera, on that specific topic. So if you're not using hashtags, you're missing out on a huge opportunity to gain more followers, be in front of more people, people that aren't following you, you don't know, and just getting exposure to um, a larger group of people, you know? So I would just encourage you to do some research. There's a ton of videos on hashtags on YouTube to kind of help you come up with a strategy. Uh, But at the end of the day, just think about what's in your picture and describe it with hashtags. Number six, post consistently. So if you are somebody who is like, I do not want to be on my phone all the time every day. And when you are, you want it to be really intentional, right? Because there's really two different kinds of people. I feel like there are people that are on social media and there are people who use social media. So if you are someone that is wanting to, you know, market your brand, get out there, market your business, find more clients, customers, leads, et cetera then you need to consistently show up on social media. Or maybe you have a full-time job right now and you can't really dedicate hours and hours on, you know, spending time on your phone or on your computer running a business through social media, but you do know it's a priority. So there are so many third-party posting services that you can leverage and upload your content, you know, maybe like spend a Saturday loading all of your content, batching out, you know, everything that you want to post on Instagram, everything that, you you know, get everything scheduled on Facebook or on your business page or group or wherever it is, right? I would encourage you no matter whether you want to post in real time or you want to um, schedule things out, I would encourage you to still batch everything that you're doing. I would encourage you to check out some platforms like Later and Planoline. Even Facebook's business suite can link to your Instagram and you can post both on your Facebook business page and on your Instagram. Uh, So that's pretty cool. And it's a free service. So I would encourage you to just check those out if you are needing some help with consistently showing up on social media and so that things can get planned out and post automatically without you having to sit on your phone and show up for hours on end every single day. Number seven, leverage the story buttons on Facebook and Instagram. You guys, oh my word, if you are not doing this, you are missing out on so many leads. With both of my direct sales businesses um, I've been a part of, 
a lot of the times I would share a product or I would talk a little bit about the opportunity or something that I was really excited about. And then I would include a poll or, you know, I would include the slider button, anything that the actual social platform has that you can include, I would use. Okay. When people engage with that, it tells Facebook or Instagram, Hey, this person is really interested in what this person has to say. And so we need to show them more of their content. I would be using those, those sticker buttons almost daily. When I use the poll option, I like to include two positives. You might be doing an event with your team. And so you may say something like want an invite and the options could be, you know, one side, yes, send, you know, send the link. And the other option could be, I'd love more info, right? So it's basically saying, yes, I want an invite or I'd love to hear more about it. There's no, no option. Okay. So I would just encourage you guys to take advantage of that. And you might be surprised who participates in, um, in your polls and engages with you on social media through your stories. Number eight, continually do market research. What do I mean by this? Well, if you are in a group setting on Facebook, for example, you can create a poll and ask your audience or if it's whether it's a VIP group or some kind of community you're in, even if you're in like a mom's group and you have permission to post in there, create a poll and ask an intriguing question and then provide some you know answers to kind of help you come up with more content. That way you're sharing you know, more of what people want to hear, right? Because we want our audience and our followers to continually engage with us. So we want to be sharing what they want to learn about, know about. So one thing that I like to do when I'm doing this is to provide answers in a sense of what I want them to choose. (laughs) So it might sit like, let's just say you're doing an opportunity event for your, um, with your team for your company. And so Your poll might be what excites you most about the business opportunity and your answers, something like financial freedom, you know, traveling around the world, you know, it could just whatever you want to say, free products, a community, you know, all those different things. And so this will give you kind of what you need to focus. It'll give you content and like what you need to focus on. So let's just say do this poll in the morning and that night is your opportunity event. And you're looking at this poll and everyone seems to be really excited about the income opportunity and traveling. When you go live or you post or whatever in your opportunity event, you're not going to just share about the products that people can get for free. Now you're probably going to mention it, But if I was you, I would focus primarily on what people are interested in. You don't really want to like vomit all over people. You want to meet people where they are and market what they want out of the business instead of just sharing all the things. Okay. So you can apply the same strategy to your own business, whether it's pressure washing or you are running a coffee shop, right? You can even on your, if you're running a coffee shop, local in your town and you're wanting to come up with a holiday drink, maybe do a poll on your um, business page and say, which one would you pick? You know, gingerbread latte or, you know, have yourself a white Christmas. I don't know, (laughs) whatever you get the idea. So there's just a lot of ways that you can um, do some market research and 
engage with your audience. Number nine, use your analytics. If you haven't taken the time, you can research both your analytics on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm sure on just about any other social platform like YouTube, etc. Basically to see what performs best. It's pretty much uh, the equivalent of market research without asking anybody because you can clearly see what people are interested in without saying, hey, what do you want to hear more about? Well, if you're sharing about product and you don't really get a lot of engagement, but then you share about, you know, a different kind of service that you offer and you get a lot of engagement, well, maybe you need to focus a little bit more on that service and less on the product. It's not that you're going to completely stop sharing on that product. You're just going to shift your focus a little bit. So I would just say it's, it would be a wise business choice to look through your analytics. It doesn't mean you have to understand everything, but just kind of look at those numbers. If you want to know more about it, there's tons of YouTube videos that will help walk you through how to understand analytics on many different platforms. I mean, at the end of the day, guys, if you want to know how to do something, let's be honest, just Google it. (laughs) And then finally, my absolute favorite way to create engagement Number 10 is to ask a question. I know you're like, seriously, that was it? You built us up and you made us wait all the way to the end to tell us you want people to ask a question? Yeah, I did. Because the best engagement that I receive and that I get is when I ask a question to my audience. Now, this may sound silly, but guys, people love to talk about themselves, okay? They love to give their opinion. They love to give advice. So ask questions. This is how you're going to get a ton of engagement. You could even say something like just on your personal Facebook account to test this theory. Ask people's opinion on something. You might say something like, just finished watching blank, whatever show. I'm ready to binge a new Netflix series. What do you recommend? And just wait, okay? People are going to flood you with suggestions, okay? Tons and tons and tons. So one way that I like to use this in my content creation is when I'm planning out my content, I'll think about what it is that I want to focus on for that week. Do I want to market the business? I mean, I always want to market the business, right? But am I going to really heavily push a certain aspect of the business? Or Is there a new holiday product set that just launched that I really want to push out that week? Okay. So whatever it is, let's say that you're, you have some holiday products or seasonal products that are launching. And so with these seasonal products, maybe you pick one out of a set to focus on that week. And, you know, you ask a question around this specific product set. So maybe it's um, a baking set for the holidays. And so maybe your question is, what is your favorite holiday memory? Um, You know, holiday or your favorite. So your question might be, what is your favorite holiday treat to bake this time of year or something? Right. And so then you get people engaging with you talking about. Um, you know, what they like to bake. Okay. And you're responding back and you're having conversation and connections and, and you're making people think of these wonderful times and remembering beautiful memories and treasured times with their loved ones. Right. So it's going to get them thinking like, oh, yay, you know, happy thoughts when it comes to your content. And then you're going to share, maybe you're going to do a live video the next day and you're going to talk about, um, you're going to bake one of your favorite 
you know, holiday treats that and share a memory. And you're going to say, oh, by the way, these products that I'm using, blah, blah, blah. But you're focused more on like, hey, here's this recipe and here's whatever, right? And then maybe the next day, you're going to actually sell that product set, okay? And, but you're going to highlight one specific product from this set, okay? So you're going you're gonna to mention all of it, but then you're really just going to focus on selling um, on that third day. And then the fourth day, it's like, hey, bring it back to some engagement, all right? What questions do they have? What, you know, how else would they use this product? You know, what else could they do with it? All right. So the key is just to continually ask questions to create engagement, because then people are going to want to follow your journey throughout the week as you're talking about that product and what it has to do and how can it relate to their story that they've created and they've shared with you based on a memory. So I'd encourage you to every single week, make sure, and even just pretty much any kind of content that you're planning, include a question or a call to action even. So I want to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I have loved creating this. I'm so excited about it. If there's something you want to hear more about, be sure to message me on Instagram, socially selling with Becky Baxter because I'm always looking for ideas and want to make sure that I'm supporting you and your goals. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give me a five-star review because I know that that will help boost uh, the awareness as well as snap a screenshot while you're listening to it and share on social media and be sure to tag me so that if you found this episode valuable and you want to share it with friends and family or or people on your team, that'll help get the word out. Until next time, chase those dreams, friends. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.